Today I had my friend Ross on and Rossi's been on before and the context of this podcast is just Rossi and I waffling but it's it's always just great to catch up with him and great to have a chat with him. Please check him out on Radio Oddstock and check out his own radio channel. We never got a chance to talk about it but I love the guy dearly and it's always just brilliant to talk to him. Thank you as always for listening. Hello and hello again and welcome to the podcast again and yeah you're right I have been recording and never bothered doing the introduction and we've been talking for five minutes already. Well I was just I'm just you know careful not to kind of overshare you know share stuff yeah. with the world that maybe you know it's kind of in our personal conversation. Yeah the, the irony that I was just sort of saying that you know now I've got a, a new laptop and things have updated it started to be more professional and you're the one that reminded me we had to start the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, I mean, you've nearly, have you done 100? Have you done 100 episodes? I know you've done over 50. Seven, I think this is seven, this, I think this will be 70, but don't, don't quote me on that. It'll either be 68, 69, it's it's in that, it's it's getting that way. It's it's quite daunting, really, that, um, not daunting, daunting's the wrong way of describing it, but there's this kind of realisation that, oh shit, I've done a few of these now. I should have at least figured out how to do them. Is, is, is it though, like from your perspective, is, is it getting easier? Yeah, yeah. The, the, I tell you what, the things that are getting easier are the things you don't think about. Um, like, I I don't know why, but when I first started doing the podcasts, there became a point when I kind of run out naturally, run out of people who could just introduce me to other people. Hmm. And so I actually had to start contacting, reaching out to people and trying to figure out how do you get people to come on the podcast and ask them. And it, I found it quite intimidating because it's it, that kind of who, who the hell are you to just cold call somebody you've never met and say, oh, by the way, any chance you could come on my podcast because I need guests. And yeah, that, that I found that really intimidating. And I also found it quite, at times, quite demoralising. Because I remember one day sending out like about 20, 30 emails and nobody replied. And you're just like, <laughs> oh, right, it's like that, is it? And then then you start to realise that some people are just really flat out busy and some people, you're just a small platform, so they're not interested. The only times it really pissed me off are when people agree to come on and then don't reply to your messages to actually set it up. So you'll have a dialogue yeah. with them over a few messages. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes yeah. even... A, yeah, so you've obviously had the same. And I, I, I have. Yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly the same with, with the radio. You know, obviously, yeah. from a different perspective, you know, they send us a single and say, hey, you know, could you play this? And, you know, we'd love to come on and talk. So you're like, all right, you know, brilliant. We're going to play your record come on and tell us a little bit more about your record. And then, as you say, nothing then happens. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it, it, strangely, it happened recently. And it did really annoy me because we we, we sent a message to, to, to a band and they're going to remain anonymous, but they were performing locally. And um, we like sent a message like way ahead, probably like you do, kind of yeah. meticulous with the preparation, you know. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, so we sent a message, you know, like, 
oh, that's brilliant. What's your number? Da, da, da. So came the number and they were like, right, okay, we'll let you know when we're there at the venue and, you know, we'll sort out a time. So I was like, oh, yeah, cool. You know, let's know. Thanks very much. Playing a single, blah, blah, blah. You know, all, all, all of that stuff that you do. And then, yeah, it got to that day and then just like nothing, nothing at all. Yeah, I haven't had it that bad yet. The ones, what I've had, I think, about three or four times is, you you know, because people don't realise there's often a, like three, four, sometimes even five, six messages. And sometimes these things might yeah. take, I, I suppose in theory, the longest one that's taken me to set up is 18 months, you know, from yeah, when yeah. they originally agreed to come on to when they actually got them on. Um but more often than not, if it's somebody I don't know and haven't had a formal introduction with, um, it's it's normally probably four four weeks in the planning to yeah. just yeah. messaging each other, setting it up, and then it it might be you know a few weeks before they actually come on. And the ones that really piss me off um, is when they say, "Yeah, that would be great." Um, touch base with me tomorrow and we'll set a date so you yeah. follow that up per their instructions and you never hear from them again and you just like yeah. just just say it's not for me I, I i have genuinely really appreciate when someone says not it's not for me thank you but it pisses yeah. me off when they say yeah that'd be great let me you know let's talk let's talk dates i, I have to say as well though with that though dave have you found because we tend to find this that sometimes for example um you know we, we've had like a guest on um and we talked about them shared their music and then we go you know and it's, it's like dj talk like you say right you, you must come back tell us about your new single you know and that there are some that you're genuinely interested in and there's others you think kind of cannot be bothered with this you know um but the ones that are like genuinely interested we say you know oh yeah you know you're on way back in december do you want to come on and, and, and do all that and there's been a little bit of fame involved since then. We are like ghosted. It, it just does not happen. <laughs> it's just like, um, and and actually, that that's. I'll tell you what. I, I'll have to on that note. I'll have to say, fair play to Zuby, because when I first connected with Zuby, he he only had like about ten, fifteen thousand followers or something, and he literally. Um, I'd been messaging him and he, he'd always reply. He genuinely would always reply. Yeah. And I was like, hey, look, I've started a podcast. Would you like to come on it? And he's like, look, things are a bit busy now. Why don't we aim for yeah. December? I was like, yeah, that, that'd be great. So I messaged him in December and he was just like, look, I, I can't do it now. Let, let, we'll have to try and do something next year. Right. But what happened is he'd then blown up. Yeah. Right, and when I say blown up, he'd been on Sky, GB News, Fox but, News, but, 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 CNN. This is the same with this one I'm talking about. They were on yeah. Radio Two. He got invited. He got know, invited yeah. to meet Donald Trump at the White House when Donald Trump was president. You know, he's got like oh, a wow. million followers. <laughs> and there's me, like, so anyway, mate, are we we still on for this podcast. <laughs> and um and he do you know what he, he was on it about a month ago he finally came on about a month ago after about 18 months and i've got to say look credit where credit's Zuby. due did, did you say Zuby? yeah yeah Zuby, the rapper i, I think i saw i it's, it, he's a podcaster as well isn't he a podcaster rapper author yeah yeah because i think political I, I speaker 
Yes, he was talking about. And no, I'm not. I'm not even going to get into this on this podcast. But uh, if, if this is the guy I'm thinking about, he was doing Black Lives Matter. Yeah, yeah, he's massively against Black Lives Matter. Yeah, that's that. That was where I saw him. Yeah, yeah that's national he's TV really all the time. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and that's, that's what I'm saying. It, it's I've got to give him credit yeah. where credit's due, and he and he was a great guy to to, to talk to. Um, the initial like when when we came on for Zoom on him and I connect because he was in I think Atlanta oh. when I finally could kind of and let's like, so say it took a long time to eighteen months in theory to get him on after he initially agreed. Yeah, yeah. But he, you know, like he he did eventually do it. He stuck to his word. Yeah, yeah, he did. And I got to say hats off to him because I'm a very small podcast in comparison to his audience. Right. But, and, but and then that, it's, it's, it's the small it's the small ones, though, that, that do better, I think, you know, without, you know, without kind of blowing smoke up. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes oh, yeah. when, when you've got a lesser known podcast, you haven't got such a presenter that's like full of it. You know, as you say, you just let the person talk. You know, yeah. you get a feel for the for the game. Yeah, and I was very lucky because he he knows how to talk. He's you know he's yeah. he's very smart, very articulate. But I remember as soon as it came on, and we the funny thing is because when I had set up to do it, we were in um, winter time, and of course the clocks had yeah. gone forward, and he had moved. Yeah. It took about four weeks to set up the dates and time, and during that time the clocks had gone forward. He was yeah. in America. And had changed states. And I was just like, I don't even know where he is now. And he reached out to me on Instagram about half an hour before and said, hey, you know, something about the time. I said, yeah, yeah, because clocks have gone forward. I wasn't sure what the score was. And he said, that's, and he was like, no, no problem. And I'll be, I will be ready in half an hour. And I was like, oh, wow, this is fantastic. But then when he came on, I was like, hey, how's it going? And he said, yeah, good, (laughs) thanks. Um, He said, uh, I was like, he went, yeah, good, thanks. And he went, just to let you know, uh, the meeting says an hour and a half. You've got an hour. I was like, wow. okay, okay. But do you know what? He just, he, he was absolutely brilliant. He was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. He was. And like I said, at the end of it, it, it did go really well. He, he was very, yeah. in the moment, he he really was present and he was really there. And, um, mm-hmm. and there was no, and it was me, like just look just want to be respectful of your time so you know mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll round up and and he, and he was great he he was absolutely great you know but it, it's just weird that like i said you and i talked about that some people they just don't want to know and then there's yeah. people that commit to something and then get famous <laughs> and blow up yeah, and yeah. get and do really important things and then there's me it's like so anyway you still interested in my <laughs> podcast yeah. <laughs> but I'll, I'll always let that be a lesson that if mine ever blows up and I'm suddenly the guy with a million followers if I've com- yeah. if I've agreed to do something with somebody I'll still do it it's your roots that's yeah. It. <laughs> yeah wow no, no, yeah it was, it, was, it was a really interesting what you were saying the other day I am um, yeah I, and that yeah, was the I other thing that, that was the other thing I think that threw him as well because I didn't want to talk to him about politics I didn't. No, want, is that, I, no, no, please. I was good. You do politics. I'm hitting leave. I'm hitting the leave button. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, know, I, you know, I, I agree with pretty much everything he says. It's just not. I mean, if somebody wants like to talk your about. Tweets, though, I have to say, your, your tweets always do offer a uh, perspective. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I do like to. I, I like to try and understand other people's points of view. Um, 
But one of the things that I find, like, is sometimes people can misinterpret your point of view. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look, yeah. look you, you and I were talking about something the other day. Um, like, times were simpler in the 80s. That's not the same as saying they were better. No, that's that's exactly right. We were having a bit of a reminisce, wasn't it? You were saying about yeah. that, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember the cassette tapes, wasn't it, and the wind Yeah, that, that's we, what I mean, yeah. You didn't have to scroll through stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and, and there was less distractions, less things you could get involved in, etc., yeah. etc. Et and yeah. for me, there there was a part of me that would love the world to have stopped at 1989. <laughs> and just let's go back and redo the 80s. Because you know, I, I love it's it's just and it is nostalgia yeah. and it's nostalgia without having to have learned, you know, having jobs, having breakups, ended up bankrupt, yeah. and all of these things yeah. that have nearly broken me a hundred times. It's just like none of that had happened yet. So I probably you know so like most people when you remember you, your teenage years in a sense. I mean, God knows what it had been like to have been an adult in the 80s trying to get a job, an adult in a recession. There was a really dire recession. You know, Black Wednesday, I think, in 86 really did, you know, bring the country down. Black Thursday, wasn't it? Was it Black Thursday? I thought it was Black Wednesday. But you could be right. It is... Oh, hang on. No, sorry. No, I'm thinking of the early 90s, wasn't it? Yeah. There was also yeah. a recession in the 90s. Well, that was because of Black Wednesday. That That's how long it lasted. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah. it was 86 yeah. or 87 and the stock market yeah. crashed and it never recovered yeah. until the 90s. So when people talk about 2008, it's like you realise it was over after 18 months. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it was just, um, yeah. And But for whatever reason, and obviously it's the music as much as anything, um, I have a real nostalgic fondness for the 80s the music the films and i just think it was a better like you and i were saying a better time to be alive it was much well, simpler I, I just think well i just think it was simpler because a as you were saying like no distractions hmm. but part of part of it no one's like just arguing the whole time <laughs> you <it>. know <laughs> we we were in a cold <laughs> war with russia interpretation yeah but we were in the cold war with russia so we already knew who were, who we were arguing with. We already had an enemy, yeah, and everyone was happy with that. <laughs> they didn't like well, us. We know, didn't like them. They didn't like us. We didn't like them. Nobody knew why, but nobody asked why either. We just yeah. accepted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were quite well. It just seems to be the way it is, and that will do is fine. <laughs> and yeah, so it's it's yeah. I try to when when I tweet. I try not to get into arguments with people because you realise. Yeah, but it, it's hard. I, I, the problem is, is by the time I've got yeah. into it, I realise what are you doing. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. But it's easy to do, though, is it? Like you know, what's it? You could exactly. You know, it's it's, it's either what's it? It's either you're right or you're wrong. There's no like middle bit because there's something. What, what did I put out the other day? I put something out that was just. Totally. Oh, it was it was just like a boring, boring tweet that, you know, if anyone wants to read it, feel free to. But it didn't set the world alight. But it was just like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm listening to this album, you know, a little bit of like lazy, lazy lyrics on a lot. Could have been thought of a little bit better. Blah, blah, blah. You know, not kind of worth the hype, but listen to it. You know, something as simple like that, you know, not kind of stating anything horrible, 
but you know, as you can imagine, you know, those people found offence because it was some big star, and like, oh no, I was in tears. It's like that's fine, but it just wasn't for me. You know, I'm not saying that. You know, this is <laughs> what I mean. It's just it's crazy. Once upon a time, nobody gave a fuck what I thought. No, and now, no. so random guy, woman, somebody doesn't know what they are, actually will suddenly... Don't forget an egg. Don't forget an egg. An egg account as well. Yeah, just will suddenly care that I have an opinion on something that mm. I just shared. Instead of just like... You know what I mean? It's just like, all right, well, I, I, I don't care. It's like, oh. You know, it's just like, um, like you know, the, the somebody said to me, and uh, you know, and we don't have to get into this because you and I have never actually discussed the sex, the fact that you're gay, right? Because it's never yeah. occurred to me that it's any of my business. Right? <laughs> it's <not your> <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, and everyone's going on about this footballer and how brave and courageous it is, and mm. it's not that I don't care. I would care if he was getting abused because that's out of order. I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not in my business. He <laughs> potentially probably is now. I mean, did you see some of the comments after that? Just on, just on like a, a, a Sky Sports Facebook page. You know, it, so you know, it's not like a, a right wing thing, but like, no. If you have a look at Sky Sports after, it's like terrible. It's just like, come on, seriously, man. This, I, this is the thing, right? It's, it's like you know, you and I before we started, we're talking about the wedding and obviously you were there with Ryan and I was about to say, I, I still owe Ryan an apology. So just, just to give reference to this, Rossi and Ryan turned turned up at the wedding. Well, I did apologize to him, but you know, he's just too nice. <laughs> right. Rossi and Ryan turned up at the wedding. I'd already been at the wedding and was drinking. And mm -hmm. even though I knew that you and Ryan were staying at the hotel down the road, you turned up and I automatically got you some wine and then stood there yeah. five minutes later and realised, oh, Ryan, I haven't got you a drink. Do you want a drink? And he was like, oh, yeah, please. And I was like, look, I'm really sorry. Profusely, I apologise. He's like, it's all right. It's all right. And I was thinking, no, it's not all right. I just assumed because you always drive that you yeah. were driving, even though I knew you were staying at the hotel. Right. But I just. But the crazy thing is. He didn't say anything. If you did that to me, I'd be like, oi, where's my fucking drink? <laughs> Saying that though, what's it? The, the, the crazy thing is, though, recently though, is I've been doing all the driving everywhere because you know we've had a little bit of fun out and about, going to yeah. some music gigs and all that, and I've been doing the driving, so you know it all balances out. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure it does, but do you, do you know what I mean? It's just it was just the yes. way that I just I got you a drink straight away, and you and I were there drinking, and then I was just like, <laughs> oh Ryan probably wants a drink, and it never occurred to me to ask him. And I was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. But he's so nice. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> You're going to have to apologise to him after this. After you hit end of record, it's like a personal apology. You can't get out no, of I did. I did genuinely apologise to him at the time. But he's just like, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And it's just like, no, stop being so bloody nice. <laughs> but, yeah, do you get what I mean? So it's like when I see these things, like, you know, because obviously... And this is what I'm saying about things were simpler, but that doesn't mean they were better or easier, if you know what I mean. Yeah. This yeah. is like, so people talk about his courage for coming out, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know what that means. I've never had to come out. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I, I literally, so I, don't, I don't want to belittle anything because maybe it did take a lot of courage. Maybe it is really difficult. No idea. I've never done it. It's just like, and then when people go on about it, I'm just like, but, but it's, 
does I don't care who you are, who you're in love with, who you're sleeping with, who your partner is. It's just not any of my business yeah. unless I'm yeah, accidentally on the pitch. Would you just? But I don't, I don't <laughs> care if you're. That's what it should be all about to the old football supporters, isn't it? You, yeah, know? but yeah, yeah, exactly. But I don't care if you're a footballer, uh, an athlete, a singer, actor. I don't, I don't care who you are, who you, what you do in your private life. As long as it's consensual, not too illegal. It's, <laughs> of it's, course. Yeah, it's not. Course, it just good. isn't any of my business, is it? And that's how I've always looked at it. It's just like I, I don't understand. But like I said, this is the thing that where things like with Twitter can go wrong because mm. it, it doesn't mean I don't support the fact you shouldn't get abuse about it. It's just, yeah. I'm so, you know, no, I'm not sorry. It's just, it's not any of my business. I'm sorry you're getting abuse, yeah. but I'm not sorry that I don't have some big opinion about it because I just, anybody, whoever you are, your relationship status, unless it's, directly connected to me mm. or it's, it's I don't care because it's not my business and I don't and that's I think the bit where I get confused in the world because people get really into this your business is my business and you're supposed to care and you, but I don't and nor do any, nor does anyone else really if they're being honest <laughs> let's be honest people do care because that that's why they post all this stuff in it you know I mean for, for certain people it's like all about attention and then, you know, well, that's the difference. There's, there's all the stuff, caring. You know, and there's other people that post all the stuff because they think, oh, this is what so and so follows. I'm going to post this. And in it, you know, that's the difference. Like, oh. There's caring and attention seeking. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, because obviously I care about my close friends and what their relationships are like. But a random person or an influential person who I've never met, it, it genuinely isn't any of my business yeah 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 it, it just, but saying it just... that though here's a question for you dave right i was thinking about this the other day because we were we were talking about this me and rise we were talking about this the other day and you know obviously you've got like the youtube influencers and you got now obviously the tiktok influencers and all yeah. that lot have you ever bought anything of anyone that's influencing because we were thinking no we haven't at all I did I actually yeah, I have bought some of Zuby. Zuby okay. does he has a book called Strong Advice, which is a coaching and a training book, a physical training book. Um and he yeah. I, I bought that because um <clears throat> I'm into I, I like physical training books, do you know what I mean? It is and it's actually yeah. it's actually a good book. He genuinely knows his stuff, he can genuinely write. Yeah. It's quite short and sweet in a nice way. He doesn't fluff it up yeah. with things. You know, it's just like, look, this is this is basically what you need to do, because exercise is is a lot simpler than people realize. And when it starts getting overcomplicated, it's it's really just influencers trying to sell you stuff. Um, yeah, sorry, yeah, that, that's sorry, that's what I meant. Influencers like that, I mean, because I, I, you know, I'm guilty no, of like following no. like my favorite author or whatever, and they say got a new book coming out, whatever. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go for that. Sorry. And then all of these that like do all the Instagram lives or the TikTok lives, no, and you know, no, the latest buy... hair product, which is useless for me, but you know. <laughs> no, I, I've never bought off. Off, I'm trying to think. Have I bought off any? No, no, I haven't. No. And interestingly, there's a guy who's very big on TikTok called Jason Capital, and he does um, a lot. He, he's one of these guys that sells uh, copywriting courses and stuff like that. Um, but yeah. he's, he has a big following 
Um, he seems to be able to, from what I can tell, back up what he says. And I know mm. some of the cinemas, cinema seminars he's done. Yeah, he's actually could he films them for content. He actually says to people like, "How many of you are surprised that this actually is free and you're not being sold anything?" And like they all put yeah. their hands up, thinking we thought we were going to be conned. And he's just like, "No," yeah. he said, "Like genuinely, I get you all. I get thirty of you in here, and I do a seminar with you for free." but I get to use all of the content and all of your content of being it. And he talked about a bikini model. He didn't name her, but he talked about yeah. a bikini model who came to see him and said, look, I, I want your advice as an influencer. Cause she had like a million mm -hmm. followers or whatever it was. And she said, but nobody's buying my products. And he says, cause you don't sell any products that your followers buy. He says, yeah, you're yeah, a bikini yeah. model and you sell lingerie and bikini, 90% of your followers are men. He said, so unless you're going to sell... <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> yeah, and he said, he said, unless you're selling some form of dick pills or some form of course on how to get a woman like me into bed, you're not selling anything yeah. they're interested in. He said, yeah. they're, not yeah. they're not going to buy makeup, lingerie or bikinis. <laughs> he says, you've got to think of, <clears throat> they are effectively lusting thirsting after you so you either yeah. ha you have to sell them some sort of idea that you can yeah. get me or sell them some form of sex performance yeah to satisfy me. yeah 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 no it, it just got me thinking because obviously you know i mean there's loads of stuff and i mean you know I'm, I'm guilty of watching trash tv like anyone else and every now and then or, or even if you're watching like celebrity quizzes these days it's like they come on they go i'm an influencer and you're like who and you're scrolling through and i'm like i'm never gonna buy anything off them i do that yeah. all the time whenever i see somebody that because i as you know I, I i don't watch tv so yeah because i find it funny because i love reading your tweets because when i read your tweets i start knowing what's on netflix and everything else so oh so that's what people's watching at the yeah. moment yeah um, yeah because i i I don't. And although my mum watches a lot of TV, she watches a lot of old TV. She yeah. loves all the old programs, all the old films. It doesn't matter that she's watched the same series 400 times. You know? Yeah. And I just, yeah, TV, I just don't bother with it. I like films, you know. Um, I do like yeah, TV. Yeah. I just don't sit there and watch it. Um, so I don't know what's going on. So I, I don't even know people who are actually famous. And in, unless they're on some quiz show like The Chase, because that's what my mum watches a lot of, and things yeah. like that, I've no idea who they are. So I'm the same as you. If I see something, I, oh, who's that? And then I go and look them up yeah. and see what it is they do. And like, I, I didn't even know, even though I watch a lot of YouTube and stuff, I didn't know who people like Jake Paul were and KSI were until they started boxing. No, 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 I, I, I don't know who they are. I mean, I don't, obviously, I know that they're from boxing, but I don't really kind of know what they no, do. But they're not, um, they're YouTubers. Yeah. It's like Logan Paul or Jake Paul. Well, they're brothers, aren't they? Logan Paul and Jake Paul. They have like 80 million followers. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and of course, it's like, they're like the biggest people on YouTube or something. And I was just like, yeah. I don't KSI know you. I've, I've never watched, yeah, I've never watched, I've never watched you. And of course, and that's the thing as well. There's this whole generation now where the only thing they watch is YouTube. Yeah. And they don't know anything about what's on TV. And it's like when people go on about the BBC, like defund the license, and I am one of them, but <laughs> it, it's just, you don't need to worry about it because as every generation dies off, 
they're not going to be watching the TV anyway. No, they're going to be watching YouTube. So they're just like, it's going to get to a point. There'll be a generation that will be like, oh, you got a TV license. You need to get a TV license for the BBC. And they'll be oh, like, what? Don't, the... don't start me on this one. Well, they'll be like, what? What's the BBC? Yeah. Well, don't, don't honestly, Dave. It's a, it's a contentious issue because you know, we, we, it's, 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 it's the same for us. You know, as you say from my tweets, you know what's going on, on the Netflix or the streaming thing. You know, I, I haven't sat down and watched anything BBC for a while. I'm not into the antiques, or I'm not into. But then you don't you know, have to have a TV license, do you? So. Uh, yeah, because without like being really bored, boring. Because like on Amazon Prime, they got the sports and the football. You got to pay. On Amazon. Yeah, because it's a live TV. Well, of course, it's a live live TV. I thought it was only yeah. if you watch BBC Live. No, no, it's not. That's that's what I thought. No, no, it's not. No, I, I didn't know that. So, so if you watch any form of live TV, so you sat watching The Chase, you're going to have to have a TV license that day. I didn't know that. All your mum is. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's my mum's department. I pay for the subscriptions. I don't yes. pay for a license for TV. I don't watch. You know, it is. But yeah, but it, yeah no, yeah, it is. Because yeah, yeah, we, we were like looking into it, you know, as as you were saying. And um, yeah, we were like, oh God, you can't watch like the football on the Amazon or, you know, it's, yeah, it's crazy, crazy. I didn't realise that was true. Honestly, I, I didn't. Yeah, it's on the Q&As of the TV licensing website. It's a cracking read. <laughs> <laughs> Little Friday night entertainment. What did you do? Well, I read the question and answers for uh, BBC licensing because that's how I roll. I'm going to do a pub quiz on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do a pub quiz on Monday. <laughs> Section 4.3, it says about this. <laughs> thing is, I get into things like that. I, I do end up reading rules and regulations and I really get engrossed in it. It, just to say I can break them do you get around them no, no, that that is you know I, i've won compens i've won yeah i have won compensation at tribunals for holidays and stuff like that because i just oh, wow. read the rules i read the rules in, in 2000 i managed to get a full refund plus compensation for 11 of 10 of us oh wow for a holiday, for a holiday that went that. yeah yeah for a holiday that went wrong in iron effort and i completely just you know, just kept reading the rules it's like okay so it doesn't matter what they say. You're just like, yeah, no, we're going to go to the tri tribunal. And they kept sending me like, well, we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll do this. Yeah. And they kept sending me checks. And I just kept ripping the checks up and saying, no, no, And I no. bet they got bigger, did they? Well, not much bigger. And then suddenly yeah. the day before they're due to go to the tribunal, uh, yeah. I got a check for, I think, two and a half thousand pounds. Yeah. I think it was two yeah. and a half thousand. Was it? No, it was five thousand pounds because we all got um, five hundred quid back each for a two hundred fifty pound yeah, holiday. Well, yeah, yeah. But no, you've no, got yeah. to really no, read the small print, and that they had got, they'd got it wrong, and I was able to prove that. Yeah, well, unfortunately, with the TV license, not quite yet. But if you find a way around it, do let us know, please. I, I am actually intrigued, and I will look into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's. Yeah, the BBC. Mm. Yeah. That's not good. I mean, it's like I said to Rice the other day, it's really quite funny. I said to him the other day, I went Rice, I went, for God's sake. I said, he, he, was, he was there listening to Radio 2, and I went, I can't put the Radio 2. It's like too modern these days. What's going on? <laughs> you say that, but you tweeted the other day um, 
because you you quite rated Harry Styles' new album. No, I didn't. That's the one I didn't. Is that rate. the one? Is that the one you didn't yeah, rate? That yeah, that, that that's the one that you know with all, all the hype. Yeah, no, I I didn't. It was it was the live lounge that was okay because he, he did he did a radio one previously. Um, he did a live lounge. I li- I listened to like that little snippet of the podcast that they kind of made and put live tracks. That that was good, but yeah, the album. No. Yeah, it, you know it was like, you know, there's probably like one one good song on there, cinema. Yeah, because I mean, I you know you could take it or leave it. Yeah, because I try not to be because I'm not a big music person, you know, and I try not to be cynical when I see boy bands that do well afterwards. Yeah. See, I bought the I bought the other solo album. That's great. Can't fault it. So you know, I'm not like just bashing it for the sake of it. I I bought the last one and I loved it. And it was like brilliant. Well, because people forget a bit lazy. But people do forget that One Direction, although they were a manufactured band, they actually all could sing, and it, yeah, they yeah. they weren't they weren't, they weren't like no. You heard it here, <laughs> for like the <laughs> yeah, but the, it's true, you know, because they they were all they nearly made it. If I remember correctly, they nearly made it through to the final, didn't, and Simon Cowell decided, I know what, I will put you together as a boy band as because they were all they had all yeah. gone as but solo all they? yeah, yeah. they'd all gone as soloists and they weren't quite there so simon cow because and that's why he's smart and got lots of money that's what like, he does yeah yeah he's just like let's turn you into a boy band and i think they came second didn't they yeah they did yeah i don't remember who came first but um that's everything you need to know about who come first yeah. Oh, hang on. Do you know, I think I might have interviewed them. Hang on. I'll, I'll Google this. Just talk amongst yourselves, everyone. <laughs> well, here's something, right, that shocked me. And I know you're going to know this. But yeah. One of my favourite songs from the 80s is Tiffany, I think we're alone now. I think we're alone now. Yeah. And recently oh, I Matt discovered... Cardle. Matt Cardle. Was that who came first? Yeah. Well, I thought he was supposed because yeah, he was somebody that was supposed to blow up and go massive, and he I don't think he, anything... did. he performed in Salisbury. Okay, right. <laughs> he had a little caravan at the side and fireworks. He, he was he had quite a good voice if I remember correctly. Yeah, he did, he did, but he fell out with Simon Cowell, so it wasn't going to work, was it? Well, I don't think I don't think any of them have done well, have they since? I think Not really, no. The only one I think that had some success, uh, Will Young had some success, didn't he? Uh, oh, yeah, they, yeah, that was Pop Idol. But that was still under Simon Cowell. Uh, yeah. Um, and the other one, Leona Lewis, had some success. Yeah, she did. Until she, she broke away from... America. Yeah, she did, yeah. She, she made it in America. And, you know, But I think her success diminished when she'd fallen out with Simon Cowell. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so, so, sorry, back to Tiffany, and I think we're alone now. I <laughs> know, oh, because it, it's a valid point, though, isn't it? Because you get all of these people, and it's just like, look, the common denominator here is if you fall out with Simon Cowell, that's the end of your career. Um, yeah, he, he, he just finishes it, he just, he's washing his hands, and that's it. <laughs> oh, it's just one of the, because what happens is, is, people, is they, they all get, I want to be artistic, I want to have my own voice. And Simon yeah. Cowell's just like, I'm sorry. But nobody cares about that. 
And yeah, if you're not going yeah. to make me a ton of money, I don't care about it either. And yeah. all of these people, what you need to do is like get a few cheesy albums under you, you know, with the likes yeah. of Simon Cowell, and then sort of say, look, is there any chance I can do a couple of my own tracks on the next album? Do, do yeah. you know what I mean? You need to kind of like, somebody needs to set them aside and say, look, guys, you're pretty dumb because you've got no self-preservation. This is how the world works. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've stick... already sold your soul with all the contracts anyway, probably, with whatever's on the contract. But they don't, the, the problem I think that happens to them is they think they're the golden goose. And you're like, no, no. Yeah. That Sony and Simon Cowell is the golden goose. And without the golden yeah. goose, nobody, you don't get the producers, you don't get the studio time, you don't get the media coverage because no, yeah. there's nobody to back you because that's how the industry works. You know? And that's how every industry works. It, it's not just them, you know. So, yeah, so what I was going to say, so it's like I, you know, like going through one of those, um, every now and again I'll like have a massive, um, like splurge on 80s music and just listen to it like for days on end. Now and... that's what I call 80s. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, and I was listening to cause one of my, I say one of my favourites, but I don't, there aren't, there isn't a favourite if you know what I mean. It's just like, I just Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you ain't the music kind of guy. You're just the greatest hits kind of guy. I am. Yeah, that, that is who I am. I'm the greatest hits kind of guy. <laughs> Um, but I was listening to uh, Tiffany. I think we're alone now. And for the first time, I realised or discovered it's a cover. Yeah. Don't tell me you don't know this. I I know seriously. I don't generally know this because I wrote this down in my diary because we were going to do this last week. I wrote this down. It was originally written and performed and was a hit for the Shondello. Shondello. Shane Dello. 1966. Okay. Oh. Don't tell me I know something about music you don't know. Yeah, Jenny, you do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm going to remember that for my covers game. I was, yeah, I was reading the YouTube comments and somebody said her mum, when she, she was a kid, was singing it and her mum went, yeah, yeah, I loved this when I was a kid. And she was like, what do you mean? She's like, yes, this was by... Yeah, just like 80s. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it wasn't... Yeah, Shane... Shondello, Shondello, 1966, the Shondello. Yeah. Okay. I think we're alone now. Yeah, they had a few hits, but I think we're alone now was, was one of them. And it's oh, just I'll, like, I'll check that one out. Yeah, because I'm sure at the time I remember that, you know, she blew up and was massive off that song, and it was pitched as yeah. her, her song. But, yeah, no, it was a cover. And I was just Did like... Did you know Soft Cell and... It, it, this is an 80s one for you, Dave. Did you know Soft Cell and Tainted Love? Did you know that's that's not an original either? Yeah, I knew that was a cover. I knew later yeah. in life that was a cover. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just I think it was around the same time I was listening to an interview with Paul Young. And oh yeah. They asked him if he had any regrets, and he said, "Yeah, I wish I'd written my own songs." <laughs> and I wow. was just like, "Oh, hang on a second. And uh, you look at and, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of his it, it were covers and other people have written them to um yeah because it's amazing you, you don't realize i think it, what it was is up until the 80s there was no keyboard music because keyboards kind of yeah with, yeah with yamaha and casio came out 
in the 80s, earlier, well, probably the late 70s, but the music took off in the 80s. And suddenly you had this electronic music, which just sounded completely different. You had synthesizers. Mm-hmm. It, re- you know, like the the way that the Beatles recorded tracks revolutionized music. Um, I'm trying to, because, yeah, that's, that's how they did it, wasn't it? It's, uh, they played, they recorded music in layers. And that's it. Yep. And they were the Layer first. Track. Yeah. yeah, they. I think the Beatles were the first people to do that and pioneered it. Um, for people that didn't realise that, that's kind of one of the things that made the Beatles sound so different and gave them that unique sound, um, a recording technique. Um, and that's yeah, the thing yeah. that when we got to the the eighties and Casio and Yamaha came out with keyboards and synthesizers, there were sounds that had never been heard before ever, and you could alter original tracks and make them sound completely different mm. and yeah so lots a lot of bands did a lot of cover music that sounded like it was original i, I used to have a Casio keyboard as a kid i'd make my mum for one of those for christmas mm. couldn't make a tune or anything out of it but it was great gavin <laughs> with all the auto stuff yeah pressing a few buttons <laughs> that, that's what i remember about you know the, the keyboards <laughs> pressing a few buttons yeah. pressing this because you remember there used to be like that beat function on them and you yeah could, it had yeah. an automatic it drum beat sound like a drum and all sorts yeah on, the, the, and the, you know and, you put in a code and you go it'd be yeah. great and that's it and the keys would play different drums and different symbols because that's the thing people who really got into it actually started making music like because you could i mean i didn't yeah. know how to do it but you could record no, it back, back through the keyboard yeah and and then people would like so they'd lay down a drum uh, like a beat and a drum bait and then they'd lay down a bit of a bass and then they'd come out with all of these things off a keyboard in their bedroom, and you know it it just completely changed how music sounded for me. Um, Did you ever learn to play anything on a, on, a, on a keyboard? Because I I know at school we had like music lessons and like you know like you can imagine. As soon as the keyboard come out, we're like, oh, this is a great day. I think like and the standard people, people taught you how to do Josh Joplin, didn't they? The um, entertainer. Scott Joplin. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah My Joplin. school must have been quite posh. Because <laughs> <laughs> they taught us Beethoven and Fair Release. All right. No. I learned, I learned like, I think like most people in music lessons, you learn a few basics on, and then like most boys in their teenage years i got a guitar and tried to learn to play the guitar and i could play like i learned a few things like i I could play painted black um by the rolling stones and stuff like that but it's the problem with that it's just very well rehearsed yeah no and there's no freestyling there's no nothing and um but no i never learned i it's funny for me, musical instruments, because I always wanted, I always liked the idea of playing the piano. Yeah. I like, there's something about the piano that just sitting there and playing always appealed to me much more than playing a guitar. Um, But I just, I just don't understand music. And even though when I've tried to learn to play music and learn to read music, it kind of makes sense in the moment. But it's just not something that I grasped with. Mm. Yeah, just it, it was very much really clumsy all the time. And sometimes, you know, there's sometimes you, you 
you try to learn something and it's really difficult, but you, you never lose the interest in it and you stay intrigued yeah, yeah. and you, yeah. you, you stay pulled into the idea of learning it. And, and even when you feel a bit deflated, you're just like, yeah, yeah, but bugger it. It kind of makes yeah. you want to go even more. Of like, I'm gonna yeah. do this, gonna And then there's other things yeah. you learn because you're interested and you just pick it up quite naturally. Well, neither yeah. of those happened to me with music. And I don't have a natural beat. It's like I remember um, somebody pointing out to me, um, like, you do understand there's four beats to the bar, don't you? And I was like, what's the bar? And they're like, right. Yeah. If you, well, and they actually, I, oh, I know that. That's, that's the line. And it depends yeah. on what note you've got. It picks but, like the break in the music. Yeah, but they were like, you, do you realise how out of time you are? And I was just like, no. And they was just like, and they literally, while we were listening to some music, like like on the radio, so it's like, right, you hear this song, right? Every time you hear that, that's the yeah, beat, yeah. that's the timing, that's a rhythm. And I was just like, yeah. never heard of that. You know, I'd heard the words, but nobody had ever. Yeah. Where some people just naturally are tapping their shoe, tapping their foot yeah. naturally to it. People are looking at me, thinking I'm having a seizure because they're like, I don't know what he's tapping to. <laughs> <laughs> And and I was always that kid. I was always that. I, I never really, um, just I just never managed to pick up music. And that you have to have an ear for it. I think to a degree, to hear to yeah. hear things. And and I don't, which is probably why I like greatest hits and cheesy shit music. Yeah, well, you know, there's, there's and then I do that... like some random stuff. Like um, I was listening to, can't remember where she's from. She's multinational, but a lady called Lara. Fabian, Lara Fabian, she's like, um, oh, mate, I'll send you some links to some of her music. She does, yeah, this, yeah, she does yeah. this great piece from Dr. Shivago. Um, she does, it's got a great track which she sings in uh, the Dr. Chicago, she's Shivago, she sings in Russian. Um, okay, yeah, and she has this great piece called Je suis marmalade, which means in French, I think it means I'm sick. And it's like a love song, oh, okay. and she sings it in French. Oh. And I tell you, her voice is just, and her mood is just yeah. mind mind boggling. And I can listen yeah, to yeah, that yeah. on repeat yeah. if I'm in the mood for that. And there's these weird French songs and stuff like that that I listen to. If I listen, do you know what I mean? The, I'll hear a song yeah, in French. Yeah, yeah, a bit of yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just it is it's um. Yeah, it's, it's something like nineteen six, like the sixties French music was nice. There's something about that, that you know, because the French were all like cigarettes and moody and pissed off. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. and we'll drink on top of that. Oh yeah, which which always gave me good music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, it's just like yeah. Right, I, I'll check that out. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll send you this three songs in particular that I listen to, and um, yeah phenomenal voice just amazing voice but it's good to watch her because she's yeah. like really emotional when she sings and i'm just like right. oh, wow yeah there's a real mood to it and there's one if i can find the i won't find you that clip actually i might do um but she starts to sing and the crowd take over and she just doesn't quite know what to do yeah, because the crowd starts singing her song, and she's just like, and it's word for word, and she's just kind of like, wow, she's just blown away by the fact the crowd, and there's this, and there's something really humbling about it because she, 
is you can tell she's genuinely taken away that they know her song and know it so well yeah. that they all just sing it. And it just it just happened. She went to start and they just started singing the whole crowd. And she's just like, wow. And wow. It, it's just an amazing like clip to watch on YouTube. You know. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, definitely send yeah, those I'll... our way. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll send them over to you later. I'll send them over to yeah. you. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, yeah, I'll have I'll have a tune into that. So but yeah, so <clears throat> things like that, yeah, I can't kind of weird there's random things that I'll listen to and people are like it's just not it's just not what you expect. Because then on the other side I'll be listening to ABBA or some flipping like Aqua or something, <laughs> like Barbie Girl or something. Yeah, you see, that I used to be a massive fan of ABBA until I worked at the day centre, and then they, they kind yeah, of killed it. Yeah, our job's killed ABBA. It yeah. Killed it. It, it was like the other day, I, I think it was yesterday, Nancy Sinatra and these boots are made for walking. Oh. That was another one. That that it's was a great track. That was a great track until it got killed. by to, to be too, Sometimes tracks can have too much airplay. Or too many yeah. adverts, or something. Yeah, that was, that one was killed by work. There was someone that used to like singing that, and oh, yeah, just no, <laughs> just just no. <laughs> that, that, that's all I think of every time I hear that. Now I'm like, oh, that's another song ruined. Yeah, and that that's what happens as well. Is and sometimes I used to have a friend of mine. Um, sadly, I, I haven't seen him for a while. He um was to go around his house and. It was quite a while ago, you know, over a decade ago, because I was still smoking. And uh, <laughs> but I'd go around his house, and we'd just listen to old, like sixties, seventies rock tracks. Because he was massively into his music, huge. Yeah, you know, there was nothing. And he he used to have like loads of the old. Is it was it Time Mac? No, what was the rock? The music there was made? there was Time. What was uh, the other there one? Was Rolling Stones was the other one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but still going, Rolling Stone magazine. Still going. Is it? Well, he used to have loads of their articles and stuff like that, and he, he used to follow lots of people on blogs, like the old um, journalists oh, the old in the 60s yeah. and 70s, yeah, who used to repost yeah. their articles. And um, I remember him sh um, getting me to listen. I've forgotten the name of it, but this uh, it was a John Lennon track, and it was a real, like, blues, soulful blues track. And you kind of oh, realise yeah. the depth to John Lennon's voice, you know, because yeah, the, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They're, they're, they're like that dark soul that they talk about with John Lennon. It was really in this track. You could hear it in his voice, yeah. and it was just like, wow, you know, this that's not John Lennon as I knew him. And <laughs> yeah, but him and I would sit sit there till the early hours of the morning, smoking cigarettes and drinking wine, like in in like <laughs> a yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you know what I mean? There's something about <laughs> listening to music. Yeah, but that, there's something about music like that, you know, and you know, <clears throat> lights down, just just chilling out, just listening to the music. We might have smoked a bit of weed as well at the time. Um, I was going to say you you must have had a substance or two to be chilled with the wine and. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Do you know, you know, it was very mood enhancing. You were transported to different places, and it wasn't yeah. just the substance. <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> that's 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 how music should be listened to. You know, it is. It's um, yeah. Sometimes it is lights down, the right you know you know. There's a good atmosphere. The right ambient. Get a candle on. I'll send yeah, you a you know. 
I'll send you a cannabis infused candle or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> read, read of the old days. Yeah. <laughs> CBD yeah. now, you know, keep it legal. <laughs> yeah, I find all of that ironic these days, you know, due to my um, hedonistic <laughs> hobbies back in the day. Um, <laughs> The idea, like when you say, like people have hemp candles and CBD diffusers and all that, and it's just like, what happened to just skinning up a good joint? <laughs> you can't have that in your office, though, can you? Oh, lovely, pretty. Candy. But you know, what I mean, it's just like you know, we'll, we'll make everything healthy and trendy. It's just like no, <laughs> it's just like. Well, you can put hemp on your face now in, in moisturising cream. I know it, it's just. <laughs> just take me back. <laughs> I need to just like <laughs> give me the real stuff. Give me the real stuff. <laughs> well, I just, I just like there's things that I just, um, I don't get. You know, I, I understand now when people look at me, it's just like you just, you're turning into a grumpy old man. It's like I am. Do you know what I mean? Things were fine as they were. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you got the podcast, so you can kind of sound off about it and be like, "This is great. Who cares?" <laughs> Yeah, there's some truth in that, you know. It's um... <laughs> at the end of the day, just sound up on a podcast and you'll all be great. <laughs> I tell you what, though, it's good because it's amazing. I tell you what, I've had some really interesting conversations with people. I've got, um, I'm doing a podcast. I've got another podcast on the menopause coming up. Oh, I'm going through that now. The menopause. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I it, it's amazing how yeah. much I've learned about the menopause in the last couple of years. Oh and how much women don't know about the menopause which i found i kind of joke that it's ironic that a middle-aged white knuckle dragger like me knows more about the menopause than 90 percent of the women in the country um which is a damning shame in one hand but it's um it is, but you can, you can educate us all on that one <laughs> you know what the thing that shocked me like really shocked me because i was talking to somebody this is how i found out about it i was talking to somebody i had the her name uh, name was uh, is carola and she originally came on to talk about the therapy that she did as a therapist yeah. um, and she started talking about the the menopause and going through the menopause and how it made her suicidal and i was just like oh wow you know i didn't and she was like yeah and it's really common and i was just like well but well, it, it really does fluctuate with i mean you know i mean but, i've never gone through the menopause but it does kind of fluctuate and does all yeah. sorts of crazy things oh no it it does and it was like <clears throat> on a level where you know where you immediately realize you're out of your depth in a conversation <laughs> she's like yeah. i know nothing yeah. about this and i'm sure i'm not the right person to be listening but you know I, i'm in here now so we'll give it a go and then it was the discovery that if you go to the GP, there's nothing they can do yeah. to help you. There's no test you can take. There's no me nothing they're going to do. They no, really. they literally just like yeah, you're going you through just the slap a few HRT patches on and not and even that. Go. Not even that. Oh. And, and sometimes it, and the thing is as well as you discover when you get into these conversations, you can't just go and take HRT. There can be complications and side effects that are yeah. worse than you know. And you just like oh right. This um, this seems a bit weird for something you know. We're in the you know twenty twenty two now, um, and yeah, and I've got a I've got a lady coming on, um, Caroline Gaskin. We're talking about that next week, I think, or the week after. Um, and she is a therapist that specialises in the menopause. So does that mean that'll be the next podcast after this one? <laughs> no, no. Oh, okay. The, okay. The, 
The next uh, one, the person, I think it's, I'll just double check. It's a lovely lady. Here we go, everyone. Here's, here's a speaker. On Friday, I'm recording a podcast with a lady called Sharon. And that's about easy birthing, which is, I think, um, she's a midwife that helps you have birth, give birth um, at home. Which is, which is getting more common as well. <laughs> not, not, not that I know anything about it, but I, I do hear it's getting more common now. Well, this is another conversation where I think I'm going to be very much out of my depth. So in for a penny, in for a pound, and I will give that a go. <laughs> I, in fairness, I have already spoken to Sharon. Um like Lena, like we were saying earlier, people yeah, exactly. don't yeah. understand that sometimes um, you have guests that are just happy to come on, yeah. guests yeah. that like to have a conversation first to see if they want to talk to you, and it's, yeah. it's almost like a like an interview beforehand to see if they if there's a click. Um, you have guests that what you should do with those though is secretly hit record and call those exclusive extras if they don't want to do it. Well, sometimes I've had this happen quite a few times where I've booked a podcast with somebody, set it up, started recording, and they, they just want to sound me out and see whether they want to do the podcast. And it's just like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, were you expecting to do the podcast? It's like, yeah, pretty much. But hey, it's all right. We can just read book if you're happy to do that. And, yeah. you know, you know, thankfully, no one's ever said no afterwards. But I booked it as a podcast and they just like, no, no, I'm just, I just want to talk to you to see if we can talk and what, what, you know what it is you do and why you do it sort of thing yeah um and yeah and again you just like okay thank thanks for that um i could have done this over a mobile chat or a zoom chat you know without setting everything up um but and again some people like because i'm i don't have a set procedure so it's yeah it's, no no it's, it's how it goes isn't it yeah and they're the ones i love and then some other people are like so do you have any questions in advance no. no. Do you want Do you want to send me some questions? No, not really. No. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what I want to ask you. Do you mind if I send you yeah. some question? If you want, yeah. If, if, you, if you want it, yeah. and, I'll, and I'll put them in. Yeah, yeah. I just like yeah, because sometimes you just freestyle with people, and you just you know you and I haven't shut up, and we didn't even come in with no, a plan. I know. I mean, well, do you know, I, I did actually come with a bit of a plan, Dave, and you were kind of like really working to it, and then you just fucked it. I was thinking, you know, what a lovely way to end the podcast because normally we always like end it with like carrying on or whatever. I was thinking, oh, he's brilliant. He's giving you a, a preview of all the guests coming up. And I was about to go, do you know what, Dave? That'll be a great ending. And then it's like, oh, Dave, how could you? <laughs> oh, what, what, why? What was your plan? <laughs> well, <laughs> the plan was to kind of give you like, you know, end on the cliffhanger of like, we're going to be doing the menopause next week or we're going to be doing that next week. Right? <laughs> well, the funny thing is, <laughs> I had... didn't get that big. Cliffhanger. <laughs> no, no, we didn't. The funny thing is, is, I had, I've started asking people a question at the end of my podcast, and I was going to ask you. That was going to be my first question to you, right? Okay. And yeah, and I never asked you because we got distracted and started talking about something else completely. So yeah, I've started saying to people on the podcast at the end, like just as a random question because I get different answers. Um, mm. <laughs> I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you one of the answers in a second once I've told you the question. Is I just say to them, if you could like there's no rules if, if you could go to any time in history any place anywhere at any time what music would you be listening to where would you be and what would you be driving all right oh yeah all right 
that's what I mean. Like, it's the perfect response. And so with you, yeah. I could, I could, I was going to ask you the same question. All right. And then also like, you know, you, you can modify it for different people as well. Um, <clears throat> so I, I had a, a, a bodybuilder on the other week called uh, Teresa Ivansick and, and she, I asked her that same question, but then I said to her, but here's a different angle on that question. If, if you could be training in any era with any bodybuilders, who would they be? When would it be? And what gym would you be in? You know, so you can, oh, wow. Yeah. You can yeah. adapt it sometimes, you know? So, um, and I had this guy on the podcast, really nice, a guy called Sterling Cooper. And, um, he's an ex male porn star and, um, adult male escort and very interesting guy and quite intimidating to talk to because you realize when you're talking to him he's basically spent his entire work in adult life being paid to have sex because he's that good (laughs) and as as a male you think that that's really good until you're kind of faced with a guy that it's just like damn he's never not satisfied a woman and it it kind (laughs) of just like that's quite a claim and yeah um, yeah and like I said, he he was that kind of good. He became a male <laughs> escort, and very wealthy women around the world paid to have sex with him. Mm. And it, it's just like it's just like wow. That there's yeah. It was just interesting to talk to him, and it was interesting to realise again how out of depth you you feel about something that you yeah. should actually feel quite comfortable with. Um, but when I asked him the question, and and this is what I love about it, he wanted to go back to like the like dinosaur era in an armored car because he he'd love to see dinosaurs because that was his thing as a kid what? wow yeah and he's just like where the fuck did that come from did that come from yeah yeah totally yeah i mean you've like gone from male escort male porn star to i'm like 10 years old and yeah yeah, and I and I'd love to go back to sort of like you know the Jurassic era in an armored car. I can't remember what music he wanted to be listening to, um, but yeah, and, and dinosaurs. It's just like did not see that coming anywhere. Just so. So what what was my question then, Dave? That so that, 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 that the the original oh, question oh, that, that was we was going to start the podcast on oh. uh, before you and I started rambling was if you could oh, be shall we flip the format then. And, and like leave that as like the finishing question. Well, that's when I normally do it. I was flipping the format for you because oh, oh, I wanted okay. to get I wanted to get into the eighties and stuff like that. But you and I just went off on a tangent. We did and, the eighties. Yeah, and yeah, so that that is my question to you: is if you could be at any era, any time, any when, what would you be listening to? Where would you be? And what would you be driving? Okay. The era I'd, I'd like to go to, and this, this might surprise you, but I'd like to go to the Victorian era. Okay. Just because I've kind of got into lots of books recently, so there's like lots of edu- you know, lots of stuff to be educated about. Um, the kind of the music, it would probably be a bit of jazz, a bit kind of, but the kind of like traditional jazz, kind of you know, Billie Holiday, that kind of jazz. Because Victorian, maybe you could go to like a jazz cafe, enjoy the evenings. Yeah. Um, you might even get a bit of like the French jazz and the singing. So you know, you get get music through culture, um, and then as well as that, kind of like swing big band, mix that all in with the jazz. Um, so I'd be listening to that. 
Um, and Where would guitar. you be? Where would you Where be? Where would I be? Yeah. You know, I would be, I think, just because they were happy in regards to my childhood times, I'd kind of say Germany yeah. in a strange way because lo- lo- lots of kind of happy childhood memories and lots of kind of big, wide-open spaces and stuff. So I'd go there. Um, and I think there might be lots of cultural, you know, opportunities. Might be a few art galleries, bit of this, bit of that. Um, and the car I'd be driving. Well, I don't know if it'd kind of be a car, but I can imagine like one of those things like you yeah. see in kind of Titanic with the horses and like yeah, yeah, horse like and carriage. carriage. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but not, not like a grand carriage, but just like a kind of a comfy carriage kind of thing. Yeah, like like the Sherlock yeah. Holmes taxi things that two seats. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. More like that than kind of brand. Yeah. That's a perfect place to stop. That is. Cheers, Cheers Dave. Thank you. <laughs>